Hi, hello, how are you? My name is Elizabeth Dale and I'm a Cornish writer, blogger and podcaster who has a bit of an obsession with Cornish history. I just love digging into the archives, digging into the past and finding those hidden stories that you might not have heard before. I just wanted to say right from the get-go, thank you ever so much to the people that have become sort of regular listeners. That makes me so happy and I, I really appreciate all your feedback and yeah, just knowing that there's someone out there listening to this is pretty awesome in itself. So yes, massive, massive thank you. And if any of you out there have a particular subject or person or place that you would really like me to do some research into and to turn into a podcast, then please do just get in touch. I already have a couple of episodes on here that have been inspired by people that have contacted me. So yeah, please do. If there is something that you are hankering to hear about, just let me know. So what are we going to be talking about today? Well, those of you that follow me on any kind of social media will know that I spend all of my weekends as much as I can out and about walking. Um, and, you know, it's, it's where I get a lot of my inspiration um, is coming across unusual things when I'm, I'm out in the Cornish countryside or visiting a church or a graveyard or just stumbling upon some prehistoric remains and, and that inspires me to go out there and do some research and, and learn more about this wonderful place that I live in. And this past weekend, I went back to a, a kind of a favourite place of mine. And um, it just sort of occurred to me, you know, how interwoven this particular place is with other stories that I have told and with some really interesting myths and legends. And I thought, you know what, actually, it's time to turn this one into a podcast as well. So the place that we are going to be talking about today is Cudden Point. One of my favourite places to go for a walk, especially on a warm summer's evening, is to Cudden Point. Between Paranathno and Prussia Cove, Cudden is this really beautiful, high, rugged headland that juts out into the sea, roughly in the middle of the massive curve of Mounts Bay. It's still sort of fairly off the beaten track, but from there you get the most amazing views back onto St Michael's Mount and the whole of the bay all the way from Lizard Point in one direction to Penzance, Newlyn and Mausel in the other. Now the headland is owned by the National Trust and there are often ponies grazing there and it's one of the places in Cornwall where I often get to see chuffs, which is always special. This is a really spectacular part of the Cornish coastline and the headland is surrounded, it's engulfed really, by history. To reach it from the lizard direction you will pass Prussia Cove and that particular cove, as many will know, was made famous by the notorious Carter brothers. 
well-known pirates and smugglers here in the 18th century. These men were, they weren't messing around. They were said to have started their careers as privateers with letters of mark from the crown, which basically licensed them to attack foreign ships. And then they really did rule the waters um, in that area for, for decades. They ran a very active and presumably very profitable smuggling business and sailed uh, fast, heavily armed ships that made them practically untouchable to the authorities. And they also answered any interference from the revenue, revenue men with violence. Um, but they also gave local people employment and supplied them with low-cost goods. So they were pretty well liked in the area. And their home, their base of operations, let's say, was at Prussia Cove. Although they do also have connections with Acton Castle, which is on the opposite side of Cudden Point to Prussia Cove. Anyway, I shouldn't get distracted by the Carters too much because in a way they are a whole podcast all by themselves. So walking to Cudden Point you will pass Prussia Cove and Bessie's Cove which has another smuggling connection. Bessie was a woman who ran a kiddlywink, a kind of a beer house and is said to have dabbled in a little bit of free trading and contraband herself. Carry on walking and you'll pass Pisky Cove. Never seen any Piskies there. And eventually you will reach the headland that's known as Cudden Point. But the bizarre legend that we're, we're really going to be focusing on today is not connected to any pirates or to Piskies or even to smuggling. It's far, far stranger than that. It's a story of dark deeds and evil lords and sunken treasure. You see, there is a legend that there is a magical sunken treasure somewhere off Cudden Point. And during the 19th century, it is said that children would come here from miles around in order to search the shallows and the rock pools and the sands below the headland looking for gold and jewels. This could only happen at spring tides when the seabed was exposed enough to offer the chance of finding this treasure. But apparently the children would dig through the sands and between the rocks and amongst the seaweed in the hope of finding riches beyond their wildest dreams. Mabel Quiller Cooch, a 19th century author who wrote a lot about holy wells in Cornwall, said, quote, Off Cudden Point, there lies buried in the sea a treasure, enough to make anyone who finds it one of the wealthiest persons in the whole county. End quote. But what is this treasure? And where did it come from? And how did it get to be at the bottom of the sea off Cudden Point? Well, this story is a bit of an odd one. Not far from Cudden Point is Pengersic Castle, which I imagine is a name that many of you will probably recognise, as it's considered to be one of the most haunted places in Cornwall. It used to be open for ghost tours, but in recent years the owners have sort of tried to move away from that spooky image, and it's now actually used as a wedding venue. Anyway, it's an amazing building, which I had the privilege of visiting a couple of years ago. Um, and it's filled with some amazing objects, just so much history. And, and many of those objects are said to have come from local shipwrecks. 
Now, ghosts aside, the castle was home to the Militon family for many, many years. But its first owner was, I believe, a man called Henry Pengersik. And there is sort of a tangle of stories related to Pengersik Castle, to Henry and to the Militon family. And let's be honest, none of them are particularly good. Henry, who died in 1343, is said to have been well, a bit evil, um, or at least a sort of fiercely independent character. There are rumours of murder, but what we do know for certain is that he was excommunicated in 1335 for attacking a priest, the Vicar of Brieg, to be precise, when he came to try and collect a tithe payment from Pengersik. The militants weren't much better. One of them is said to have drowned his wife. Another, John Militon, is said to have murdered a man in cold blood and come to Cornwall to hide out and escape justice. And his son, another John, is said to have married a witch. And she and he simultaneously poisoned each other. Now, of course, these stories are probably a large mix of of truth and folklore Um, and yeah we should definitely take them all with a, a big pinch of salt but you get the picture there were dark deeds being committed at Pengersik Castle and its owners in particular were generally considered as well nasty um or at the very least very misunderstood and that kind of brings us back to the treasure so According to the story, one hot summer's day, Lord Pengersik, a man who, quote, enriched himself by grinding down the poor, end quote, invited a party of his equally wicked and uncaring friends to sail with him on his elegant ship around Mount's Bay. As the afternoon lengthened, they dropped anchor near Cudden Point to enjoy the last of the sunshine. They feasted on all kinds of rich delights, drank and made merry, seated at a table made of solid silver, while the boat lolled lazily on the tide. Suddenly, and for no discernible reason, this boat sank into the calm, transparent waters. Sucked down into its depths, the Lord and his guests and all the opulent treasures that they had on board just disappeared. For a long time after the strange event, local fishermen would tell stories of strange sounds coming from beneath the sea at Cudden Point. They supposedly reported hearing the sound of laughter and clinking glasses coming up from the watery depths. And some even said that when the sea was calm enough, they could see the unfortunate guests still seated around that silver table on the seabed, continuing the party amongst the fishes. Now, which lord of Pengersik this legend refers to isn't clear. I think though that it is generally assumed that it was Henry. However, I do have another candidate which might explain a little bit, kind of, where this legend has come from, if you'll sort of bear with me and maybe stretch your imagination just a little bit. So, on the 19th of January, 1526, the king of Portugal's ship, the San Antonio, was wrecked at Mounts Bay near Gonwallo. 
It was laden with bullion, plate and silver, valued at about £18,000, which would be about £9 million in today's money. The ship was a total wreck, but some of the crew did survive, and they, along with some local people, managed to salvage much of the valuable treasure. However, one of the Portuguese men in charge of the cargo, Diego del Alvero, feared that it could be stolen, so asked for assistance, as you would, from the local magistrates. These magistrates were William Godolphin, Thomas St. Aubin, and John Milliton of Pengersic. The story, and it does seem to actually be based on historical fact, the story goes that these three men took 40 servants with them and under the pretext of protecting the treasure, literally carried it away with them. News of this outrage reached the King of Portugal and he wrote to King Henry VIII and the whole thing was a massive embarrassment at the time. Now it seems that a lot of the treasure was eventually returned and I think that the magistrates also tried to claim that they hadn't taken it in the first place, you know, that it must have been lost in the shipwreck, but a lot of it was never returned. And I know that when I visited Pengersic Castle, the present owner claimed that there were objects in the castle that came from that particular shipwreck. There were also rumours that John Milliton had hidden the Portuguese treasure in caves or in some secret passages below the castle. And I'm wondering if there is some connection between this stolen treasure and this myth of the sunken treasure. Because people knew that Lord Pengersic and his wealthy friends, the men who were supposed to be upholding the law, you know, setting an example to the community, were supposedly hiding stolen treasure, their sort of ill-gotten gains, and were probably gloating about it. And so the story of them feasting off golden plates and drinking out of bejeweled goblets while seating it at a silver table as they magically sank beneath the waves and got their comeuppance never to be seen again it became the sort of old wives tale in the area I don't know what what are your thoughts whatever the case it, it kind of feels like it although it's a fun story it also feels a little bit like a cautionary tale too let me know what you, you think about it. But I tell you one thing for sure. Whenever I'm at Cudden Point now, I peer <laughs> into the water. You never know what you might see down there. And that's it for me for another episode. I really hope that you've enjoyed it. And if you have, please uh, like and, and share and all that stuff. And if you feel like uh, supporting me a little bit, I, I have a Patreon page too. Um, and I would really appreciate any of you that want to get involved there. I, I publish um, articles almost weekly that are exclusively for my patrons. So yeah, if you feel that's something that you can do, I would love it if you got involved. Anyway, thank you ever so much for listening again. I really, really hope that you've enjoyed it. I look forward to reading any comments that you have. And maybe one day someone will write to me and tell me they found the silver table off Cudden Point. I would love to hear that. 
Okay, that's all from me. Thanks ever so much and I'll speak to you very soon. Bye.